0: Hi, Neil here from Attack the Pod. We got so much good content from this podcast that we decided to split it into two parts. So once you're finished, go to your podcast app and the second part will be waiting for you there. So, COVID. (laughs) Not real, right? (laughs) That would be a good place to start.
1: You're listening to Attack the Pod, a podcast with news, views, and how-to's inspired by Amsterdam's biggest, best and most international triathlon and cycling club, with your hosts, Neil and Matt.
0: Right, anyway, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> podcast Zero Zero sorry, Attack the Pod 06. Here we are. Half, six months. Six months on, and we're We're still Half here. a year old. Half <laughs> that's true. Attack <laughs> the pod's half birthday. We've got a special guest with us today, well every guest is special but we've got Brian with us today. All right, guys. And Brian here is to talk all about the theme that we decided last time that was swimming. Oh, uh, no, that's right. <laughs> I really wish I'd listened to the end of the last uh, podcast. <laughs> we kind of messed that up. We, yes. we did have something lined up for swimming, but it fell through at, um, at, the, at the last minute. So we're going to talk about gear today. It's probably better timing because we've got Black Friday's just passed. Christmas is coming up. Everyone has questions about equipment and stuff. So we thought it'd be good to get Brian on. Also because... It's Christmas. Christmas specials when you usually get double episodes and whenever Brian tells a story it takes twice as long. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought it'd be good to have him on here. And that way uh, that kills like two birds with one stone. So I have to say this, like, no one can see this. I'm sitting across from Brian and Matt, and they're both sipping wine out of their glasses. (laughs)
2: It's December. It's
0: like being at a school disco when I was 15. Like, they're sipping it. like (laughs) Trying trying not to be heard sipping it. (laughs) But yeah, so so Matt done the show notes, and and I saw Top Gear, and I got all excited, thinking we were going to talk about one of my other passions, which was cars. But it turns out it's Top Gear triathlon gear anyway i'm neil uh, one of your hosts with matt and we've got brian with us hello hello and yeah the episode today is about is about gear and uh what's coming up so we're going to talk through gear for for different sports what do you need how far do you go how much do you spend what's your favorite piece of gear what's your worst piece of gear all that kind of stuff Um, And then we're going to do a little segment at the end where we're going to talk about training plans. There's been a lot of feedback from people keen on the previous episodes about planning, how do you plan your year out. So Matt's going to talk us through every episode where you might be at this time in your training plan, depending on what what your goals are. So so a little bit of that at the end and then the usual stuff, the club stuff and uh, all the rest of it. So there we are. Shall we get on with it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So good place to start. We, we want to hear more about Brian. I think everyone probably knows Brian, but I think, you know, there's an opportunity to get to know him a little bit better. Yeah, there always is. So we've got some questions for you. You ready? No. <laughs> He's hanging himself with the, with the headphone wire. Just be careful with your wine on this table.
3: That's not wine, that's Rabina.
0: <laughs> so anyway, right, we thought we'd ask, right, where are you from and how did you end up in Amsterdam? I'm from Southeast London. I
3: ended up in Amsterdam because I'd gone travelling Got back to UK, decided that I wanted to work somewhere else, sent my CV to Scotland and Holland, and Holland
0: came up first with a job. So you took second best? Holland. I, <laughs> I took warmer. <laughs> Saf. You've not, you've not got like the really thick uh, London accent, have you? No. Saf. Saf, <laughs> London.
3: Not at all. Is it a thing <laughs> he's a posh
0: Londoner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but from the south? Are they not from like the west? Right, tell us your sport. Well, How long have you been here? A long, long time. Yeah, enough to speak Dutch. Enough to speak Dutch, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, I think many of us are mm-hmm. in that. Fall port. into that camp, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so how long have you been here? A long time. Oh, he's not disclosing it. Well, we're not going to ask your birthday then. Okay. <laughs> so tell us your sporting background then. My sporting background, when
3: I was a kid like at secondary a school, school. I did athletics, bit of a 100 metre, 200 metre, that sort of thing. Um, then I also played rugby, played rugby quite well. Then um, What
0: position were you
3: I started off on the wing, played centre, ended up in a back row, which
0: I loved. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty hardcore rugby though, I mean that's a lot of injuries, especially in amateur rugby, like a lot of injuries and... <laughs> It's Is, part of the fun, but yeah, it's okay when, when
3: I was at school because, believe it or not, I was I was a large school kid. Like, right. so uh, kids were smaller than me, so I could just knock them over. Right, right but, um, yeah. And
0: you actually seem quite small now I can't imagine you being like the <laughs> biggest in a class <laughs> No, <laughs> but, neither can I <laughs> But yeah, rugby's pretty hardcore I mean, it's, uh, there's, mm-hmm. no, there's no games with that It's really, that's just as contact as you get really in, in these kind of sports How did you find Attack?
3: I found Attack uh, via Cyclodam That's
0: an episode in itself <laughs> yeah. but we'll So, that so for,
2: for those that don't know, give us a, a brief history of Cyclodam
3: <laughs> Cyclodam became Attack
2: Well, What was Cyclodam? Let's start there
3: It was a cy- Cycling club He's that was in Amsterdam. Can't believe Matt's gone down this rabbit hole. This is dangerous. <laughs> a cycling club uh, that myself and Lorna joined that was in Amsterdam. It was all right, I had quite good fun. But then there were some dodgy things that went on which made people unhappy. And so at that point a breakaway club was formed, which was ATAC. and that as they say It was a revolution. Yeah. And it's it's worked out
0: really well to be honest. Yeah. Um, out of some it look was not the best has come out, of some which is really quite good. Yeah, that is good. I cut you off a little bit because you were on your sporting background, and I, uh, so you got to rugby.
3: Yeah, I got to rugby, played rugby after I left school for a bit. Didn't really do much. jogging here and there. Um, I ran um, a couple of marathons in New York. Nice. And um, back to back. <laughs> 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 it's like some Berkeley's event. Yeah. <laughs> Bar- Barclays. <laughs> and then that's it, and then I just became a bit of a lazy gear. Really? No. I don't mm-hmm. know how. And then for some reason which I still can't work out why, some folks say it's because Lorna was doing it at the time and I don't think it was. Lorna's your wife. Yeah. And uh, there was a a super sprint triathlon back where I used to, near where I used to live in London. And so I decided I was gonna enter it and um, I trained, entered it, did it. I uh, thought I could be all right on a swim. I swim to absolute ages. In, in a pool, 400 metres, took
0: me absolutely ages. It was horrible. So we were going to ask what your best sporting achievement was. Maybe we should ask what your worst sporting <laughs> achievement was. I don't think there's a worst sporting achievement. That's <laughs> a really unfair question. <laughs> there is yeah. no worst sporting achievement. <laughs> no.
2: Any achievements worth <laughs> having?
3: Worth having. Surprisingly, actually, that first super sprint was worth having. That was great, yeah. especially because uh, my dad was there. And uh, he had to come in a taxi because he wasn't walking around all that well. And he came in a taxi and I got to the end and I, I got across the line. He came back and he smiled. And he he's really proud. And he's go, Brian, you did really well. But he's fat as a castrated <laughs> cat. <laughs> That's
0: what makes <laughs> some parents right. Yeah. If you <laughs> didn't have parents to do yeah.
2: that, yeah, <laughs> the old shit tham- sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Well, that was good.
3: Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was great. That day, that, that was that was a good that was a good day. And from and from that from there on, it all s- kind of started to. Um, I kept. I did a bit of running, bit of swimming, bit of cycling. Yeah. I'm running. My swimming was pretty ropey. Yeah. On Christmas or birthday, Lorna said to um, said his fed up. I'm fed up of how much um, you're gonna, how bad your swimming is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you just can you're just full of support network.
0: <laughs> <isn't you>? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lorna. <Yeah>. Thanks,
3: Dad. <laughs> yeah. here's, a, here's a present. Here's some swimming lessons. Go and take them. <laughs> so um, I've gone to take these swimming lessons. And typical, what happens is you take a couple of lessons, you realize you need more. So I carried on doing it, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. an expensive present, but it's worth having. It's so cool. then, as Matt may or may not know, Another point around Christmas or birthday, uh, Lorna gave me another present saying, you need to get the and sorted. And she gave me a few months of uh, right. Matt for training. Yeah. And, and that actually, sorted Matt out for the next yeah, three years because yeah. I, I, <laughs> I remember when she yeah. bought those lessons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those and coaching sessions. But it's just, um, it's just been really good. It's been really good, actually. Yeah. Surprising.
0: I think when I first met you, even from when I first met you, I don't know exactly what events you had done, but it was I was out cycling with you, and your cycling's come on a ton even since then. You know, I, I, I remember some of the events you were a bit like, oh, no, I'm just going to turn back. And it, actually, I think a lot of it with you was confidence. You had the ability, but you sort of doubted yourself, and then you but ah, do you know what, I'm done. And from then, which is maybe five years ago to now, like I, I go out with you sometimes cycling, and, and I'm fucked. You're running the legs, you're ripping the legs off me because I've not been training. Yeah, but I think... So it came a long way.
3: I think uh, confidence is made up of knowing how far mm. you can push yourself without breaking, and, that, and, that's, and that's, that's an education thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time you do something, you think, "Oh shit, that's how far I can go," yep. and next time you do it, you realise maybe I can go a bit harder. So, yeah.
0: but yeah. what's your favourite uh, training session with attack? Because you've done them all, right? You've done the intervals, you've done the attack swim sessions, but now you're at a swim gym and you, do, you regularly go out on group rides or pre-COVID anyway we, when we were all going out in group rides.
3: I think uh, the group rides. I think group yeah. rides. Just, just because basically I like riding.
0: Yeah. I like riding. Yeah. It's also quite social as well. Like yeah. I, I tend to talk too much, generally. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they gave me a podcast. <laughs> it's therapy. But that's where the, the rides are good, because that's where you meet a lot of new people as well, and you can just talk.
3: I was thinking about um, ATAC attack, uh, when I heard about the podcast, about coming on the podcast, and I thought about the rides and that, and I can remember going on my first ATAC ride with, uh, I think it's Cornell Weaver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Monica and. Colin. Yeah,
3: and you think, bloody hell, this guy's given up his Saturday or his Sunday to yeah. take all these punters out just for a ride and that, and it's great. Yeah. And and it's just things
0: like that. He was very good. He was yeah. very good. Uh, he was very committed to the club sp- and the sport. He's also an NTB, uh, I don't know what they call them, commissaire or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's yeah, affiliated yeah. with NTB, so. Mm. He's, um, yeah, I've not, not seen him for a while. Okay, that's cool. So, we've got a quick fire round, you know, where we give you one word or a question. Oh. We want the first thing that comes to your mind now. Okay. I understand this might add a wee bit of time onto the podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just go with your instinct, right? Oh. You ready? Okay. Shaved legs? No. Swimming or running? Swimming. Train or road? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> England or Scotland? England. Ooh. Your wife is from Scotland, of course. Interesting wow. dichotomy here. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was an unfair question, I think. We've set him up. And I'm outnumbered in this yeah. room as well. Iron Brew or Pepsi? Iron Brew. Oh, that reminds me, I've got a can of Iron Brew for you in the fridge. I mean, oh, it's result. probably not going to go with wine, but I've got you one for the patch up.
2: It doesn't go with anything. Oh, I <laughs> oh, see. Oh. For anyone that doesn't
0: know, Iron Brew is a, a Scottish soft drink. Yeah, you yeah. love it. It's the, they call it Scotland's uh, other national drink. <laughs> Okay, so Canyon or Trek? Canyon. Ollie Bollin or Bitter Bollin? Oh, Ollie Bollin. Albert Heine or Jumbo? Albert Heine. Iron Man or Challenge? Challenge. Ooh. Why? Iron Man are a bit expensive and all that. They yeah, <laughs> are, eh? They're yeah. sort of like the, the brand that just, yeah. Yeah, but they're a bit shit with their cancellation the policies. Uh, <laughs>
2: Like the Death Star of Triathlon. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> it like it's just this sort of looms over everything, yeah. but can't ignore
0: it. Apple Pie? It's okay. Lance Armstrong, Pff, dodgy bastard. <laughs> 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 That's the best one yet. COVID
3: nineteen. Ah, uh, nice. Uh, uh, safe,
0: it. eh? COVID nineteen. Take care. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Well, that was pretty good. You did pretty well there. It's not too difficult. I bet that's the one thing you've been worried about. Eh? No, of course those it, bastards isn't it? are going to ask me.
3: There's <laughs> still time for all sorts of nonsense. You know
2: the the, the, the the blurb that we put on the on the podcast or the thing that we advertise on on Instagram. And that was going to be like Brian hates
0: Scotland. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen to Brian. Good. That's right. I'm going to make sure.
0: Anyway, so we've got Brian with us, and he's going to chip in as we as we go along. going to move on to some, some shout-outs. As usual, I've got the full list of new members. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> Not, <had yet>? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure there's many of you. Um, Kevin. <laughs> there's got to be a Kevin, actually. Uh, Sheila. I'm, Jan. Yeah, gotta be a Jan. There, there was a Jan last time, I think. Yeah. But, you know, we're getting more uh, uh, Dutch members, which Frank. is nice. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Frank. And, uh, yeah, Maria. Janica. Maria. Oh, yeah, and there's Maria. So welcome to all of you.
2: Hey, like, apparently, like, two out of three babies in the UK now are called Sophie. So there's a Sophie and, and a Josh. <laughs> no, but it's really popular. Sophie and Josh and Jack. My well, just had the baby so, last year yeah, called it Josh. <laughs> <laughs> called Sophie Josh. <laughs>
0: um, so I thought, we haven't done it, and there's been a, bit of, uh, there's been a lot of this going on. We, we sometimes talk about Matt's sort of uh, sideline, his moonlighting and coaching, but is that too many people in the club who... Have their own businesses or or companies yeah. relating to triathlon, and I thought I'd give them a shout out, just the ones that have been spoke about recently. So we're going to start with Wilson Workouts, which is uh, Brian's wife. Yep.
2: I think Brian should give a plug. Yeah, it's sell it. a sales ele- pitch? a bit, yeah. yeah.
3: In triathlon, as in other sports, you need to have your body in good shape to get the best out of your body. I
2: feel like I'm listening to an advert, yeah, like a,
3: a proper. I've oh, only we had some oh. music from that. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, <laughs> to get the best out of your body and to protect yourself from injury. What Wilson's workouts can provide is strength training, conditioning, and if, you're very, if you need extra help, is biomechanics.
0: Ah, oh, nice. I, well, I, I mean, you, you've definitely been told to say yeah. this, eh? I haven't. Do you get I, commission? you practiced? No, I haven't. The like proxy, you, you get, you
2: benefit. No. It's
0: wilson'sworkout.com. No. What? <laughs> wilson'sworkout.com. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a dot .nl, just in case anyone oh, no. says something.
3: Well, oh, she does have the dot .com as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And the dot .co.uk dot and the dot yeah. .biz, and, you know, you can mm-hmm. reach
3: it. <laughs> but there's the boot camps on that, which are quite useful.
0: Yeah, all, all jokes aside, Lorna does some good stuff and she's been doing some great online stuff through COVID which has been very popular yeah. as well and... Um she's always given me good advice so. think if you've um, got
2: any questions as well fire them over, uh, fire them over to her and I'm sure yeah. she'll be able to help or she, she does, does the all for
0: free as well so that's <laughs> 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 just mm. kidding just um, kidding which, like, 29th, you. a special discount <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, I, I might uh, there's Insele I think it's Celine um, is, has a sort of a company where they'll transport your bike to an event and I thought the easiest way to do this is just read the first paragraph of the website. And it's Celine uh, that's that's behind us, one of our members, so. And there's another member involved as well, I totally forget, so uh-huh. sorry, but uh, that yeah. That might be just... Jan or Kevin.
2: <laughs> 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 so at Selly, yeah.
0: make sure that your bike reaches its final destination safely, so that you can travel with peace of mind. We guarantee that your bike stays fully assembled, secured from damage, and always on the ground directly to your destination. And it was quite topical during the week, because some people, you know, worry about how they travel, these bike bags are not great, these bike boxes are not great, this is a great alternative. And and it's a premium service, I think, gets your bike there in one piece and peace of mind. So I thought it was worth a shout out to that. And that's oh, I'm, I'm, I can't spell this right and <laughs> say this right. I think it's in Selle.co, and that's with two L's. So I'm sure you can reach it.
2: E-N-S-E-L-L-E.co. There you, there you are. go.
0: And, and then there's Lewis, our very own Lewis, who's uh, doing some run coaching. Um, he's uh, launched his sort of run coaching uh, business. And sorry, Lewis, if I get your surname incorrect. Lu- Lewis uh, Monterio <laughs> Running Coach. So it'll be, it'll be a Luis Matairo. <laughs> there we are. Yeah. Uh, running uh, uh, runningcoach.com So yeah, I thought it was worth a shout out. There's probably a lot more of you, um, but... Um, yeah, let us know if anyone's... Uh, Brian's got something to say. You can
3: say what it. Was, what was that big <laughs> cycling race um,
2: a few weeks ago? The pink jersey one? Yeah, the pink jersey. The pink jersey one? Giro d'Italia. That's Ah, the one. (laughs) There we go. Did anyone watch this?
3: Giro d'Italia. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I'd watch
0: the... Giro d'Italia. Every day. It's a fantastic race. I can't wait for next year's.
2: Giro (laughs) (laughs) d'Italia.
0: Right, we've done that last time. (laughs) But, you know, if we don't, it means Anna's going to come and take pictures and try and warm her way onto the podcast again, so... Uh, sorry, there you go, Anna. You've had <laughs> your moment. <laughs> no, so I was on worse there. Um, great run, coach in the club, and I thought it was worth mentioning him. There's probably more, but worth giving him a shout. Uh, any rants? Uh, Matt loves a good rant. I, I oh, love actually. a rant. So the, the the only person that loves a good rant more than you is probably Brian. <laughs> oh, come on. you are Mr. Rant. We've, we've got the t- attacks, top three
2: ranters in the uh, in the room together. That's so true. so obviously there's no uh, there's no. Try kits going on at the moment, which is good to see. No racing, so we're not getting anyone out on the road with their race helmet or, you know, with race numbers on the bike. I had to send you a text the other day because I was, I was doing some intervals on my own in Flevo Park. And I saw a <laughs> grown adult man <laughs> slacklining. On his own. On his own. In a park. In a park. Was
0: it daylight or dark?
2: He wasn't a student or <laughs> anything. Did I know a ponytail? No, no ponies. Uh, it was like a bun, <laughs> a man bun. <laughs> there was no man bun. He had normal trousers on. He didn't have those like hippie pants or anything. Like a grown no, no, adult you man slacklining. pants or something. Yeah, that got my goat a little bit this
0: would uh, That would, would piss me off. Yeah. yeah.
2: Totally untriathlon related, but I needed something to sort of fuel those. It
0: in- I need my intervals were on hatred, basically. So slacklining, yeah. I've never, I've tried it. I'm shit at it, as as expected. Brian, have you ever done any
2: slacklining?
0: No, I was no,
3: absolutely
0: not. I was out doing it the other day, and this guy was doing intervals around me in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's the thought process that
2: like that goes. Quiet afternoon, no calls for work. Oh, you know what I should do? (laughs) Put the slack line out between some trees. (laughs) That is a bit random. Yeah.
0: What about swimming with a beard? I've got to see this in your notes. Tell us about that. Well,
2: so I'm always, you know, I've never been much of a clean shaven sort of uh, person. And often in winter, I'll sort of allow, you know, the beard to grow out a little bit. But this time around, I've sort of committed to it and thought never had the big beard. I'm going to go for it this like just for a few months this Christmas. Get the beer going. So it's going okay. It's like it's bigger than it's been before but i find it weird swimming yeah. and so as a you know a, a fellow bearded man I, and, yeah. and a longer term bearded yeah. man than myself i thought yeah. maybe
0: i could get some advice from you Neil. yeah i can i can give advice yeah. on this as long as you give me some advice on my swimming well yeah i mean i've, I've had a beard forever but it's mainly due to laziness and also magda tells me if i shave it i'll be single so <laughs> she's a she's a fan of the beard as well but actually i i think a lot about this and maybe it's just an excuse but my breathing to the side has never I I was never, uh, most people know, I was never a swimmer growing up. I've been a swimmer only only the last four or five years. And I struggle with my breathing because when you do it, you know, you have the correct body position, the correct head alignment, and you you should be able to sort of breathe in the space that your head creates or your shoulder, whatever it is, in this sort of bubble when when you turn to breathe. But I always find, even if I get close to that, which I never do, loads of water comes in my mouth from my beard. (laughs) (laughs) and and I'm being serious because it's a bit like a sponge it it drips in it drips in instantly as you open as you open your your mouth I'm not a great swimmer anyway so I tend to think it's a bit of an excuse but I do think it has, a, has a, a sort of effect. To what extent, yeah, I don't know. And then I thought, well, what about professional swimmers? I haven't seen, I, I don't follow swimming too closely, but I haven't seen any with a beard. Phelps was rocking
2: a beard for a while off season, but it wasn't a proper beard, I don't think. Right, right. Uh, like sometimes you see them off season. I, but mean, I, don't I think know. a bit
0: of stubble, short hair is not going to be an issue. Yeah. But see, that's genu- where I've
2: always been before, is like a yeah. shorter beard over winter, yeah. but I've never committed. And I'm finding, especially at like a finishing interval, uh, and especially like <laughs> the top lip sort of drips down. Oh, yeah, into I, mean, I, mean, I
0: could go into all <laughs> the- Inconveniences <laughs> of having a beard, but that's maybe for a different podcast. But I certainly notice it with, with swimming. Like when I try to 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 breathe properly, you know, there's just yeah yeah moving the head round. I, I do get a mouth. What I'm surprised I by
2: is a, like a good tumble and then a push off. Sometimes
0: the beard sort of I, I get against the grain. <laughs> <laughs> I, sort of I don't have that the problem. Wrong way. If, yeah, I no. do a, if I do a tumble turn, I miss a breath and I'm dying anyway. <laughs> yeah. So the, the beard yeah. is In if I, it helps with, keep me alive, I think.
3: How long does it take for you to grow your mustache?
0: Uh, What what do you mean by the moustache? This bit yeah I know But what do you, what do you mean It, it just goes with the beard No <laughs> It comes no, for free With the no, beard no, no, no. <laughs> no, The reason I ask is
3: As an experiment You could just cut that top bit off And see Ah uh, right, right, cut sorry, that top yeah. bit off
2: No but then. then you've got The kind of farmer look
0: uh, which, which is weird, weird. <laughs> <That's> actually, <laughs> Like and, and, and Chin single. strap Yeah You could Lumberjack shirts And that to go with it True story And Vernon might Remember this When they were doing The attack swim sessions For charity I shaved my beard It's the first time In like 10 years And I turned up the swim session And uh, Vernon was like who the fuck <laughs> he's looking at me and he's like oh, it's Neil like honestly no one recognised me even when I was at work and, and people had no idea who it was I would just say hello no idea who I was and most importantly or most hurtful I don't know is Magda I just had no clue like she, <laughs> she was she, in bed who's that in bed with me she's like turn round. she just could not she'd never seen me with that beard <laughs> she just ignored you <laughs> and it was just that uh, I'll maybe get the photo and put it on the put it on the so it's not only Brian that has the, the strong support network <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I mean, it wasn't just a joke. She was proper heart and really, honestly, it was but hilarious. Then, what I've seen did if she I can do? When she picture. rolled over and saw someone
3: in bed. She didn't know, expect to be there.
0: Well, no, well, I mean, she obviously <laughs> knew it was me, but it, it took some time. Like, I'll try. I'll see if I can put this on Instagram. But I swear to God, this was just over a year ago. This, this <laughs> is me. <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> this is me without a beard. I look, yeah. about, I do Jesus. look about ten years younger.
3: Yeah. we'll put that on Instagram yeah, for yeah, everyone else to Instagram. see. It's a pity pity you said anything, actually, because you could have put it on you could have guessed who this is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't look like me.
2: But I I think, so more importantly then, if we sort the swimming out, do we think there's any aero benefits on the
0: bike? Specialised have done some testing, apparently,
2: and uh, around the beard. I was kind of feeling like there would be a disadvantage, but then maybe it sort of captures air in there, so you get the kind of the golf ball <laughs> dimpling effect, you know. The, uh, <laughs> these uh,
0: really good suits, these uh, yeah. skits. And and, as you can tell, it's been quite a boring end of season. <laughs> <laughs> I would say keep it, though. I mean, it's, it's all about risk-reward, benefits, gain, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, It's way cooler having a beer. I'm, I'm gonna... all, all the cool kids have them. I'm going to
2: live with it for a little while. I think I think by spring it, will go back to a shorter version. Oh, and yeah. for now,
0: I'm just yeah, I'm gonna i going to go for the full hipster. I, I need mine because I reckon in like, two years, I'm going to be completely bald on top. So, like, I'm, so, I'm and to, so I need something to balance this out. Or look you're going to go for the upside down head. I have no choice. <laughs> it's not true choice, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. Why don't you cut it all off before you go bald? I'll have to. There'll come a point where... It's going to fighting happen. A losing battle. Yeah, okay, no. yeah when You're just shifting deck chairs in the <laughs> Titanic. <right>? It's <laughs> happening, but I'm not there yet. I've maybe got a year or two. I, I don't know, but um, I can't say I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> and I'll be back to the other the the, the thing that happened before. No one will recognise me. So. This anyway. is grooming corner on Attack the <laughs> It saves it. us talking about the Tour de France. I never watched any of the Vuelta. Did the uh, um, Roglic Roglic the Roglic win? Yes. I, I, I was following it up and when he was smashing it, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the uh,
2: in the end, it was on bonus seconds, I guess. Oh, but okay. it it, did, it wasn't as close as that sounds. He he was well in control always. whole way, Yeah, so, yeah, it quite was, nice. It's a
0: good race, way. though. That's it. That's it. That's all there is <laughs> on cycling, people. So uh, you'll be glad to hear. Let's move on to try news, Matt.
2: So um, first, I'd like to discuss our new slacklining lesson. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, obviously we've got the swim sessions still going on. I was uh, at the session last night. It was Tuesday last night. We we're recording on the Wednesday because I was
0: uh, coaching at that one. I bought one on the aftermarket and then couldn't make it. <laughs> ah, it was a good session. <laughs> know, uh, it's even it's if so I say the so the myself. <laughs> But uh, yeah, well attended
2: again, but there are a few slots now because there's a few people that can't make these last kind of few sessions of the year. So there will be some available. So check out the website. I'm sure you can... Uh, snaffle one of those uh, slots if you want to do session. any of those. Yeah, definitely. And then the other thing I wanted to say is that we're seeing increasingly um, people doing like indoor rides, like Swift rides or trainer road rides, sort of in little groups and stuff. I think we were like one of the one of the points that Christian was making is like we should try and get people to post those on meetup, share those links and stuff, and try and yeah. get a little bit more sort of a social element to those as well. Because you guys were talking earlier about doing trainer road rides together. We did one last other. week. Yeah, yeah it, was good. it was
3: good fun. Yeah, we did the ramp. Uh, we did ramp test uh, a
0: couple weeks before <laughs> yeah i yeah. couldn't get into that one tell already.
2: tell like for anyone that's, that's not done a group ride on Trainer road can you explain sort of why it's good and what the difference is and there's i
0: guess it's different for every person why, why it's good for me is that it sort of motivates you to do the whole session so because you're kind of you're doing the same session as someone else but you're doing it on your own power correct. like yeah, your so own percentage yeah. so it's yeah. Yeah, it's so sort of me and Brian were doing it last week. I, I don't know what the session was, but my God. power was higher just because I need more power because I've got more weight to propel myself, yeah. I guess. And obviously, you don't on the turbo trainer, but it's... Yeah. But
2: you could essentially it's have, like, a beginner and a really, really sort of elite rider yeah. riding the same, the same time, doing the same session, and, and it'll, it'll, be just it'll as alter itself yeah. according yeah. to your level. And, yeah, yeah, it'll be just as easy or just as hard, yeah. kind of thing.
3: Yeah, because what train road do is uh, the first requirement is you have to take an FTP test all the rides are based on your own person FTP.
0: What's FTP? Functional threshold power. So this is, just briefly. So that okay, so that I mean, is, it, it's not the science, uh, analogous with the
2: yeah, anaerobic threshold, but basically kind of the idea is it's the average power that you could ride for an hour yeah. flat out if so you were fresh. it's
0: quite a good benchmark to know how your body And you know, so the idea, yeah, for, for it, most yeah.
2: cycling stuff is that then when you do any sort of interval or longer effort, whatever it might be, yeah. you can kind of do that as a percentage. So if it's yeah. a long effort, it'll be less. And if it's a really short, hard thing, it might be 110, 115% of that number. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives you that sort of benchmark to work from, and over time that should increase as you yeah. get as you get stronger. Yeah. And then, uh, but I know that like Swift, I think does some flattening like that as well, or like elastic band kind of rides where you can ride in a group, everyone kind of rides according to their own power, and they'll keep them together. So I think there is, you know. Just because the weather's getting bad and it's you know it's been pretty cold this week. If if people are doing those indoor sessions, just get them up on meter, post it just like you would. Well, I was going to say a real ride, but it <laughs> is a real ride. But <laughs> just as you would an
0: outdoor ride, it and let's th- try and get some of those sessions sort of wor- more uh, worth mentioning for the group rides because I got caught out with this. You can't use the app on your phone or a tablet; it has to be on a proper like the a desktop laptop. version. Yeah, the, the laptop laptop version. version. Yeah, because I got screwed with that. But, yeah, I didn't know. know what, it worked well. We did do a yeah. real good
3: session last. Uh, it worked week. well, apart from fact my. Uh, my apart from that my microphone was a bit iffy. <laughs> yeah,
0: the oh. neighbour was complaining because you were shouting at me. Yeah. Yeah. Are you speaking to a deaf person? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a bit deaf, so you can blame on I me mean, no bother, but it was really good. Cool. So, and then the final
2: thing we wanted to raise was uh, sort of, uh, something that we like to bring some of the subjects that sort of pop up on the WhatsApp group. Uh, into the podcast and there was a lot of discussion about, as we were saying before, about the the Iron Man Death Star and (laughs) how it kind of soaks up uh, you know, destroys planets and races and everything that it kind of comes across. Whether it's a 70.3 or a full, no doubt that Man is a well put together game, but an expensive one. Mm. And if that's like that really big race once every couple of years, maybe that's worth kind of taking the hit for. But there are a lot of other unbranded, especially half and full distance races, which people maybe overlook. So what I went to the highlight was um, there's a website called k226.com and they are the numerals, so like the letter K and then 226.com. That splits everything up. You've got the branded Ironman oh, uh, half... Okay. Ironman and full Ironman races but then you've got non-branded races. So when you
0: try and get into Ironman Mallorca for example within 30 seconds of receiving the email and it's full yeah you You can head across to that website and find out and what you're gonna find
2: is there's a bunch of other races which are non-branded they have really good attendance they're really well run and they cost maybe less than half of what
0: those branded races
2: are so um do
0: you think there's money uh, put it another way do you think it's money well spent i've only ever done an ironman event so as as you know and i paid whatever say 300 bucks am i getting more from a 300 bucks as someone you know um, Matt, that's done a variation mm. of them, or or am I not? Uh, you know.
2: If I had only done one Iron Man, I would have wanted it to be an official Iron Man. Let's say right. it that way around. Oh, okay, okay. So you make a Because maybe start you get the them. bells and the whistles, yeah. and you do get the whole ceremony and blah, blah, blah. And you <laughs> I get the I don't, I'm, never, get in a, I'm ceremony.
0: never in a ceremonial. No, no, but, but <laughs> they do like the
2: pasta party in the pre race, yeah, and they make yeah. it, they have this whole kind of show they put on. It's like yeah. a circus comes to town. It's impressive, and it's cool, and it's exciting. And also maybe for some of my like bigger races once every so often because it gives you the sense of uh, being part of something like quite big and Mm. quite like sort of um worth training for all those you know those for the rest of the time for like halves or if you're just going for like normal race season or you want to fill it with like next next year for example for me i've got a deferred entry for uh, italy at the end of the year and then i want to do two or three halves in the year and they're just like, they're fun races, they're to get fit, they're to yeah. see how fast I can go. So why pay all the money for an Ironman-branded race? Is there race? a difference
0: in atmosphere, in your opinion?
2: Depends on the race. Right. Some so races are... Race-specific, yeah, not brand-specific. Because I, I yeah. pulled out, of like uh, well, three races that sort of caught my eye during... like I just had a quick look on K226. And yeah. um, one of them being, uh, like there's a legendary race in the UK called The Outlaw. And they've got a, ha- a full and a half-distance race. And apparently that is every bit... Like the equal of of Man because it's just such a big race in Nottingham mm-hmm. and the whole kind of community come out and it's it's a really big deal. So in that way, you're probably getting a whole new experience as well, like a different experience, and you may be better in different ways. Yep. Uh, the other one that caught my eye was I, I can't think why, but the Azores try in May. I don't know why mm-hmm. that would uh, blue water, beautiful <laughs> green ah, islands, yeah, beaches. Yeah, you know. Like,
0: the problem is, you know, is trying to plan when you do the holiday and when you do the event. You can yeah, want yeah, to yeah. do the event first. Event straight then. away, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can like drink. Quick, quick, quick I run, I <laughs> <Yeah>. run. <laughs> and then what I like
2: just because of the place was the uh, ocean lava in Montenegro. Ah, Montenegro nice. sounds yeah, like a cool, cool place to go. And, cool. uh, dude, but have a look on there. Some really great racing, like, as I say, heart. I mean, you know, there are other distances as well, but more for the half and full distances. And yeah, you're going to look at paying maybe two thirds at most. Often it's less than half of yeah. what, what a nine man race will cost you. So, um, and also, as you said, like entries don't go in three
0: seconds oh, it's for it's some of these, which the yeah, it's made even worse. Have you got any non branded events on your radar, Ryan? Not necessarily that you,
3: apart from the triumph of the damn stuff. Well, yeah. that's one as yeah, well, I'd the, say, yeah. Because
0: yeah, um, uh... you were going to do that this year, and of course, I uh, shut the fan with COVID, yeah. but you were going to do the half. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There was a non-branded half that, was gonna, that we were going to do. Well, I wasn't going to do. Madam was going to do pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, and it got cancelled because of COVID. Yeah. And nearly all the is returned.
0: Yes, yes.
2: yeah. And and so that's the thing, does that mean?
0: Iron Man are just not, they're not very forgiving in that way. And yet we still book them. I mean, mean, uh,
2: to play devil's advocate, a lot of these smaller races are like voluntary led or volunteer led. Whereas Iron Man is an organization, it has running costs and stuff. I say this every
0: time I agree and then I moan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's a fair point. But, you know, and that's not to excuse, and also maybe it's a reason, especially if. Next year we don't know what's going to happen maybe enter some of those races because yeah. at worst you're going to be supporting like a local triathlon community <laughs> <laughs> you know and That's and true. probably you're going to get your money back um yeah. in a lot of ways so uh
0: yeah you yeah. had written down here any sort of non-branded races that catch my eye and i didn't i didn't know that it was one that we would want to do i just thought what race are you fond of so i had picked the the Norseman in uh, Norway I think Yes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was expected <laughs> to do it though so I just <laughs> want <to laughs> I just want to put that out there that I would totally do it but I can't get in you know it's full <laughs> that's a nightmare to get into as well you need to end oh, like five or six years in a it row was, yeah. it's crazy they take you out in a big boat in the middle of a fjord throw you off and that's that and then, and then it's, uh, it's an Ironman distance but I think the the, the bike like the first 50 kilometres are uphill or something
3: that's great. The, the bike's crazy the run it's a marathon, but you have to climb up some mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of up a mountain.
0: The finish is at the top of the mountain.
3: Yeah, and yeah. You, you have to have um, a buddy on the run with you. Quite, the, I think
0: it was you uh, that ca- sent me that,
3: actually. I can't, I can't remember what the temperature of the water is, but it's ridiculous. It's fucking cold. It is cold. ridiculous. <laughs> it's, and they hose them down. That's right. That's where they go. So they uh, get used to the cold. That's just um, Somewhere on YouTube, there's a GTN. That's right, yeah. A couple yeah. of GTN guys have done it. Yeah, yeah. maybe so one
2: day. Maybe one so day. It's one in Scotland as well, man. By the same, uh, same organisers. Oh, so, is it? Yeah. Because yeah.
0: I'm doing the, uh, I guess it's not like an Ironman distance, but I'm doing the rat race next year, yeah. which might be, it's one of these organisations. So it, it's a sort of adventure-y type yeah. thing. So it's running and biking, but it's over mountains and stuff. Well, I say I'm doing it. I'm planning to do it. We're going to talk about gear. Because this is, after all, called Top Gear, right? Yeah. I thought I'd ask around the table. What's the one piece of gear that you can't do without? I'll go first if you want. It's easy for me. I, I thought about it. I think a lot about all the shite that I buy every year and all <laughs> the, all the gear. No idea, but the one thing I would never do without that if they break, I immediately get a new pair of headphones. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because i when I sort of get in the heat of training. You know, when I'm you know a month or two out of an event and I'm do I don't know intervals or something. I'll go in the huff, like I'll have a total strop and fall out of my headphones and I'll just pull them out of my ear. But I always need to have my headphones. And I've actually had them where I've, I've lost them, I've washed them, I've done everything, I'll just buy a new pair. To the extent I've now got two of the exact same pair of headphones. And I've went through so many different yeah. headphones as well. I went, you know, I've had Sennheiser ones with the plastic thing, I've had iPod ones, I've had sitting ear ones. I've had them all. And the ones that I set on every time are Bose. They're Bluetooth, but they're wired to each other. Between each other, yeah. So that I can pull them out in the half and they'll just go into my jersey. You do get ones with no wires at all, but I would lose them. So that's for me. Headphones, every time. Bose, SoundSport, nothing else.
3: I know that we're not supposed to run on numbers, but... I need to have a Garmin watch with a heart rate monitor just to record stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just to record yeah. it because you know what you've done, you can see what yeah. you've done, and that's it. But yeah. you, you, do you use yeah. it when you're doing something, though? you run to heart rate, don't you? Sometimes I run to heart rate, yeah. but it's just the the thing I like about it is it's it's a way of keeping a diary. It automatically keeps a diary for you, or for me, having that. So yeah, if if, if it breaks, so it means to anyone, record your stats basically. Yeah, you, you need yeah. to
0: have. Do you have a preferred... Is it Garmin all the time or? It's Garmin because that's what
3: I use and that's the environment I
2: would use. But it's it's just fine. Really.
3: Is that a new Garmin you've got there? No, nah, it's seven three five. Right, it's pretty decent though. It's alright. It's, it's okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Matt, I like the Garmin. That would be probably up there. Oh, choosing one. What do you have? I've got what Garmin sweats nine three five. Yeah. With the uh, extra altitude setting. What? It puts extra altitude meters on well, wherever I Well, that's right. Everyone, look, look at
0: Matt's uh, Strava. He's I'm been, the only person that
2: does mountains in Amsterdam. De-
0: <laughs> he's just got the amazing power there.
2: I would say, because we've got some of those questions coming up as well and, and sort of going to step on those toes. Uh, when kind of evaluating... I kind of thing well you go back to like when you're starting to run you always say like do frequency first then mm. add time and so i'm like what allows you to do more stuff and for me that's a trainer home trainer because okay, yeah. I know I wouldn't ride, like, with kids and winter and lights and work and all those things. That's that's the one thing. Like, I, I could still run without a Garmin or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, without headphones or something in that sense. But actually, it gets you on your bike more often, right, when you've got a home trainer and, and, you get, and when you embrace it as and well. in the group sessions as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, for me, the home trainer would be the thing. Uh, that's a good one. Thing, yeah, which I could sort of… What one do you have? I've got an Elite Direto uh, that Smart that Trainer. Oh, ah, okay. It was on offer a few years ago, so right. I, I'm not sure. Like, I've never used any of the other, but you know, I'm sure they're much of a muchness.
0: I use a tax, but you've got the Wahoo, right? Kick a call, just, yeah. just recently. What do you think of
3: Um I've gone after to compare it with, apart from the one we got from you. Yep, which has
0: yep. been that wasn't a smart trainer, but this but one's but a But uh, I mean, really, they're, good. They're really good. I think it's really good. They even uh, look pretty cool, the Wahoo. Yeah, one, the Wahoo's like, nice. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I used one in a shop, and I was like, fuck. As usual. Why? What? What was sort of... I don't know, I I was waiting for, actually I was waiting for you to do your run and there's a wee shop in (laughs) Oldenburg. And I was with Magda and I was like, oh, it's going to look. And they had them set up and I was like, I'm going to have a shot of it. And the one thing that just struck me was it it just felt, Better. It just felt a little bit it more sturdier. Yeah,
2: okay, like the actual sort of riding on it felt good. Felt,
0: yeah, 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 it just felt. Good. It could be placebo because it looks nice. Mm. I don't get me wrong. It yeah. looks. It looks really cool. I don't know. It just felt quite nice. But it, I remember going back and forth. It was quite a bit more expensive at the time. It was a couple hundred euros in it, and, and I'm not unhappy with the tax. I yeah. think I've got the flux or whatever. But no, I don't know. It just it was cool. It was cool. But yeah,
3: I mean, it's one of those things that if you said to me a year ago, yeah. oh. I'm going to buy an indoor cycle trainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
2: yeah, but it really, really break So what, what sort of twisted your arm? What was it?
3: A couple of things. C19 was a start. Yeah, COVID. Um, Neil helped it along by saying, I've got this trainer, do you want to have it? He <laughs> 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 sounds a bit like me. You're more understandable. And for ages and ages and ages, for ages and ages and ages, <laughs> ages, and ages, ages we, we weren't going to have it. And, then, right. um, COVID and then COVID had, hit, yeah. hit. And it came along and I thought, you know what, this is great, it's yeah. alright. Yeah. And then I don't know at some point I thought, nah, I've got to get a, a smart one. Yeah. And I
0: did, and it's really it's really it good. It really the, bring your, your training the, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: The the on wheel one you had mm-hmm. was great. I used it all the time, it was really good. But yeah. Just good. An upgrade.
0: Yeah. Nice, really. So we're gonna talk about swim gear, best and worst.
2: Well, swimming, I think it's the easy one, right? In in a lot of ways, It's probably the cheapest pair of swim trunks or swim costume, goggles, nope. cap. That's about it. That's it. That's the simple stuff. But then, obviously, because we're triathletes, we like to buy everything else as well. Um, I'd say, like in terms of like ranking in terms of importance, I think a pool boy is probably the most important extra. Actually. Wetsuit You're a triathlete Not a swimmer You know Get yeah, used to the, in the open water you, you But could, yeah You
0: could easily wait Till April to buy a wetsuit I mean I, don't But you could Yeah Buy it Black Friday <laughs> Buy
2: it <laughs> now In yeah. fact Because there's some Really good deals On wetsuits uh, So take the plunge yeah. It might seem like A long way away take But the if you plunge yeah. nice. oh. Oh. I didn't even know <laughs> But uh, if you're going to buy one, it might seem a long way away, like you don't need it, but it's you're going to get one for like a third of the price if you buy like this season. The real
0: problem with that is, especially if you're new to open water swimming or triathlon, is you're going to get your wetsuit and think, oh, fuck, I can't wear it. So you'll put it on, you'll jump in the canal and you'll drown. So you've got to be yeah. careful. <laughs> the, most, the most important thing about
3: someone buying their first wetsuit is to watch a video mm. of how to put one
0: on. Yeah, that's
2: a really good that's point. That's really that.
0: important. Yeah. I know that as it's well.
2: not much fun, like even have right. to do it for you, yeah, I hate putting wetsuits on every, team, every uh, time.
0: Yeah, I would almost go as far as to say if it was really easy and comfortable, it's the wrong size. Mm. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Well, once it's on, it should feel yeah, good. Yeah, bit, I, yeah, I ruined a wetsuit because I did. I thought I knew how to put it on. <laughs> what well, <really>? Backwards. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Inside out.
0: <laughs> I wondered why his arms were so long. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so assuming you've got the wetsuit yeah. and you're just swimming in the pool, I think number one is pool boy, yeah. number two, kickboard, and then maybe a pair of paddles and if you're very sort of early and possibly up there with the poor boy would be uh, a central snorkel
0: yeah um, I, th- I think that's a hit you'll know more in yeah. terms of other people but i just cannot get used to it. I, I i start getting all weird thoughts and shit when i wear these <laughs> I used to do it at the swim gym yeah honestly so i wear it and i'm, I'm trying to breathe and i'm taking water in and then i start thinking of these little. Uh, Um, in the mine in Thailand where the boys got stuck (laughs) I shit you not that's what goes through my head when I've got this snorkel (laughs) on and I'm like ah fuck it fuck (laughs) it I can't do it I just can't do it
2: (laughs) <laughs> but it can be useful if you're like if you want to focus on the stroke and you know yeah. like a lot of people find breathing is a hard part of swimming like getting the breathing and the timing and yeah. and stuff so being able to take that out of the equation can
0: be yeah allows well, yeah. you to focus on other things yeah yeah, know, yeah. But I, yeah. Things. just
2: don't get carried away with everything really yeah, with it's swimming easy, like easy to do so go and watch uh like at, i don't know like slaughter pot bad and see the the sort of the dutch national swimmers and yeah. stuff swimming in there and you'll see that most of them like kickboard uh, sorry a pool boy at most and there's no very few have even hand paddles so the
0: first few few years for me i bought a wetsuit i went in open water swimming with the club almost drowned true story decided it was reckless stupid and then went to learn how to swim properly and all i had was a pool boy and a kickboard and obviously a pair of goggles it worked perfect for two years that's all i had yeah (laughs) it's it's all i've still got i still haven't bought anything else i'm surprised he didn't mention um fins
2: yeah fins are a little sort of hit and miss in the unlike the other things i think they can be used as a bit of a, of a as a crutch essentially and some people can use them to make things easier i mean if you're using them for drills that's great because you do want to make it a little easier and, and sort of get a little bit more buoyancy a little bit more propulsion which will allow you to practice on the drill what i do see is when people have them they tend to then use them for half the main set as well thinking well it helps me swim better. Yeah. It helps me kick more. So it can be used as a crutch in the way that the others can't necessarily. They even with a pool boy, sure, it might give you a little bit more buoyancy through the midsection, so you're kind of covering there, but then the fact that it's denying you the kick sort of still has, has that and gives you that stability through the core. So the others tend to be more training aids, and yes, fins can be used as a training aid, but I do see a lot of times people using them to sort of cover up a lack of technique. Or lack of strength rather than using it as an addition. So, I think if you have someone that can help you use it, or if you've got someone, you know, you know exactly what you're doing, then and you're getting given drills to do, then things can
0: be useful. But you um, use them at the swim gym quite a lot. You'll get given equipment. I I hate it every time. Just I'm never comfortable wearing it. I sort of feel that, and maybe that's where I go wrong because I'm not able to isolate certain things because I just avoid doing it. But if you join, if you're at the swim gym or whatever, they they supply a lot of this and you know, it's a good way to get used to it. They get everything. Yeah, yeah you don't need yeah. to take any equipment yeah. there but and also yeah. you don't need to go create i mean this is what i've learned with with prices so my first pair of goggles to do my first open water swim <laughs> with the first time i'd wore the wetsuit i paid like 40 euros and they were mirrored and they were cool and it was like just a complete waste of money and, and now i have my go-to speedo goggles i think they're 18 euros same ones every time and i replace them every six months or something because they always get a bit loose
3: yeah the first goggles i bought they weren't they weren't 40 they were like 30 euros and yeah. that Special throat mortar. I can't remember what, what brand they were. They're great. They're really good goggles. And then, uh, but totally unnecessary, right? Totally unnecessary. <laughs> one day, I, was, I, was, had, I wanted some goggles. I was wandering around my favourite shop. You know which one that is. Is it the Cath Exactly. I love it. And I was there. And I thought, I need some goggles. I'll pick some up. I picked them up. I did the test where you put them against your eye <laughs> and they held. I thought, I'll have those. And so the second they- test, are the
0: expensive. Yep, yeah, they must be great. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half euros. Thank you very much. Oh, those ones. They're great. Oh, they're the, the best. yellow ones. The yellow and blue. I, I tried that. They're tried
3: great. They just, just fit and they yeah. work.
0: I think if you can get ones at that price that work, you're on to a complete one. And I tried that. I tried to go right down the bottom end as well, but I sort of settled somewhere in the middle. And the little pen, sorry, Matt, the little little pen that you get to stop and fogging works Uh, a treat. Works an absolute treat.
2: Yeah, I was just to say, with goggles for me now, because I've been swimming so long, it's kind of like, uh, just give me any pair, <laughs> I'll yeah, put them on. Like, yeah. There's very few that I, I can't yeah. wear, kind yeah. of thing, because you know they're all sort of much of a muchness in the end. Yeah, and I think if cool. you, it, it's like anything, you can just get, get a bit too fussy over them. Yeah. And in the end, just put them on, shut up and swim. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's it. And this is something that you, you said to me back in five, six years ago when we first started talking about me doing triathlon, and that was nothing will compensate for time in the water. You know, whether yeah. it's the amazing, you know, fins or paddles or this or that. The best technique sessions and nothing substitutes, yeah. just getting in the water. If
2: you want, like, the best sort of bang for buck in swimming, it's another
0: swim session. Yeah, it's swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like,
2: go yeah. swimming again. Totally. Pay that six euros to go swimming instead yeah. of buying, totally. like, I don't know, however many gadgets or yeah. whatever it might be. As a sort of high-end swimmer, like, when I was young, it was very few tools and you go off the clock.
0: Yep. You
2: don't wear a watch. You don't wear like you look at there's a clock on the side and then you go off that. You yeah. take your rest and you go, and you don't measure anything beyond that.
0: I love it. How, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not going to single anyone out, but you get a lot of accountants, auditors, really clever people in the swim session, and they're like, "My watch isn't working. It's seen it on 125 <laughs> meters, and yeah. I was only supposed to do 120." And you're like, "Just count, man. Just <laughs> count. Yeah. Just count your laps." I mean, <laughs>
2: this is literally the place where you don't need to like know how far you. got like, the pool is always the same length. Exactly,
3: <laughs> and my watch is always wrong. I never yeah. rely on it. But the thing is, though. It's easy to count if you've got nothing else to think about. But if you're a beginner swimmer or you're a medium swimmer, then while you're swimming, you've got to think, oh, I've got to remember this number. And you forget
0: it's quite... I get it, I just it's not a problem for me, I don't know, I just I always manage it, and do you know what, I always, but actually I'm being unfair, there are times I lose count, but I just always assume I've done one less than I should have, so I'll always do more rather than, yeah. sort of say. Oh. How about, have
2: you seen the the foam swim goggles with the little, uh, uh, is that something you would uh, consider?
3: As for me, it looks too gimmicky. I saw a guy at the swim gym wearing them. I've seen a few people. Did you call him um, yeah, a twat? Yeah. No, but someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> was Matt there?
2: Was Matt there? <laughs> no, I seen them. I didn't know what they were there. It was were, a slack line, uh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they Had this man bun. Uh,
2: no, I'm, I'm just interested because I'm sure this will become the
0: norm at some point. At some you point, know,
2: and I think that's the key.
0: Yeah, it's very new. It's yeah. unproven technology. It's going to have shit bad. It's really interesting. Problems,
2: I yeah. mean, apparently it works like a charm now that like they've gone through a lot of iterations and it's really good. Yeah, okay, okay. but I'm um, still it's interesting how sort of even at kind of high end coaching in swimming it's still pretty basic of all the sports still quite uh, hasn't changed a lot in the last 20 to 30 years I think
0: a lot of the time you can convince yourself you need something you know I've got so, so the, the, the thing that puts me off these goggles I've got a heads up display in the car And I was like, oh, heads up display. This is fucking cool. And I turn it off because it just pisses me off. I've got (laughs) this in front of my eyes all the time. And I think to myself, would this be the same if I had those goggles? I'd probably be on a podcast saying I've got these goggles. And that's the only cool thing about it is I can tell people I've got them. I'm not sure it would help me. But, you know, some people are very driven by these devices, technology and stats. And for some people, I think it'll be great. But I do agree. I think it'll be the norm in five years. uh, Yeah. You can see all the manufacturers, all the, because now it's like a
2: specialist, right? But you yeah. can see that obviously the likes of Speedo That's and great. stuff are going to have Electronic in the, shift yeah. and, yeah. you know, I
3: could see it. Someone who's wearing those goggles, they better be pretty damn fast. <laughs>
0: That's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to look like that and be cool, you better be fucking good. <laughs> yeah.
2: I kind of thought that, like, with this display going on, because there are some, like, endurance swim sessions where I'm like, I don't care about this, as you said, the heads-up display, but can I get like an episode of something <laughs> <laughs> like, you know can yeah, I get Netflix I on put it put South Park yeah. on that and, <laughs> and
0: then like just the love of game swimming changer. Comes, yeah. game changer it sounds funny than now. but if someone said to me five years ago that I would love doing a turbo session watching a series of House of Cards yeah. I'd laugh at you but I'd done exactly that so maybe there's maybe there's some truth to that man drowns in the bottom of the swim gym because he was the last <laughs> yeah, yeah. South yeah, Park yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 right, let's move on to bike gear best and worst well I'm interested what
2: would you say like we've gone through the home trainer and actually when we sort of first discussed this a little while ago there was a couple of questions which came up we've gone through like are they worthwhile Shane asked that and I think we've kind of all given our opinion we think it is Fabio asked which trainer and I think we've all sort of given our opinion there as well and maybe Wahoo might come out as the top but probably there's not that much difference to me if I was to say which trainer I'd say like go for a smart trainer it's worthwhile in a direct I mean
0: you're looking at value for money here, right? Because there are cheaper alternatives. Depends on your level. Depends and on your goals. And for five years or
2: something, when I started triathlon, I used to, you know, the old-fashioned wheel on a magnetic. Yeah, that's, thing. that's yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 and it's not. Ideal. If that gets you on, the if that's all you can afford, and that yeah. gets you on the bike more you'll, often, you get great benefit. Do from it, it. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you can afford to go, then smart this trainer. kind of time of year, you'll pick probably a smart trainer, maybe 400, 450 these days.
3: You can, yeah. you, I think you can get the. Um, TechX wheel on smart trainer for three hundred quid. 300 really? Euros. 350 euros. Uh, yeah. Wheel on
0: smart trainer. Yeah, it's a it's a no brainer if you uh, if you can afford that. Definitely.
2: And I'd also, but it's possibly worth going with the direct chain just because if people live in apartments and things like that, they're a lot quieter than the direct the wheel this, on. Yeah.
0: It might be worth mentioning actually because I think the entry level smart trainer, where it's a still a magnetic wheel and you don't take your back wheel off, I think they're a little bit less expensive. That's right. Like yeah. Than yeah. under 200, maybe even 150. Yeah, 50. yeah. And then I think what you're referring to, Brian, is you'll get a TACX, TACX, whatever it is, um, where you can actually put the wheel on. So you have to, you know, you put a cassette on and it, I think no, their no. entry level, like no, 350. Free, no, 350 with the uh, wheel on, I think it is. That's what. Oh,
3: really? Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. But anyway,
0: anyway. um, there's a
2: variation of
3: ones. Yeah, yeah, so obviously
2: the cheaper ones, your wheel is literally against a flywheel. (sighs) Yeah. Drop dropped some wine, sorry. Oh, my. Oh, it's a drop of wine. Um, yeah, the direct has the wheel directly against the, the flywheel kind of thing or yeah. the smaller wheels. So, yeah, and a little bit more affordable, nothing wrong with it, but it's a lot louder. So if you go for the direct where the cassette's actually sort of on the trainer itself, first, it's a little easier because you're not wasting through a wheel, but they are a lot quieter, yeah. all told. So I think especially if you live in sort of in the centre of Amsterdam or you're in, a, in an apartment or something where well, it's definitely like.
0: Because you you're not you're not so sold on the idea that it's it's a game changer between direct drive and a magnetic.
2: Not
3: in terms of sound. It is quieter. There's no doubt it's quieter. But the thing that made the biggest difference for us was that Lauren was on the bike and um, I was in the front room and I heard Ah <laughs> <laughs> and I rushed out the back and basically what happened was the tire had laminated and ripped off and yeah. smashed from the back because really? it's a normal tyre yeah. so at that point we then bought a tyre for a train train trainer attire, yeah. Yeah. and it made so much quieter it yeah it just so It helps. Makes so much yeah, difference it's true yeah
0: i was surprised i thought i thought it'd be louder actually But i think be driven by budget i think yeah. that's what we're saying if yeah. you can afford to get a direct drive smart yeah. trainer entry level might be about 350 400 yeah. yeah if you can't go for a smart trainer entry level wheel on around about 150 200 yeah boom done
2: and if you can't afford that, you'll pick up a normal uh, magnetic, smart, uh, yeah. magnetic trainer for oh, like really 50 cheap. euros, 60 yeah. euros now. Uh-huh. And if it gets you on the bike more often, yeah. you know what, there's, like, power's great and it helps you be very specific. But there's also go as hard as you can for as long as you can. Yeah. There's, there's also <laughs> 10 minutes. Hard or ten minutes easy. You know, like that's better than not being riding, than not being on the road, you know, always like if that's all you can afford, then go for it. I think the question and about sorry Blake. And the other
3: advantage is is if you wanted to go go to ride for an hour, you can go to ride for an hour and finish. Whereas if you go to ride for an hour outside, you've got to cycle to where you're gonna to ride to, yeah, you've yeah. got to cycle back, you've
0: got to get yeah. and it's less focused to, because yeah. things will get in the way you stop yeah. you start you talk you've got to have cake yeah. <laughs> now you can have cake delivered to you while you're watching <laughs> Cars, well, I've, you're I've like, got a little table yeah. on the side so I just eat the cake whilst Cake's I'm done. on the uh... <laughs> do you want the question about like a trainer versus rollers um, for those that don't know you can, you can get a set of rollers it literally is a set of rollers you put the bike on yeah. you pedal and you don't go anywhere but the wheels and bike operate the way it should briefly what's the pros and cons why would you go for rollers versus a trainer so Rollers
2: are seen as, like, the old-fashioned version. They're sort of pre-trainer in, in a lot of ways, but then they've carried on sort of since then. And you can actually sure. get smart rollers as well now, which will measure power or, like, uh, yeah, 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 which will react according to, uh, you know, add resistance. In exactly the same way, Elite has um, some really good smart uh, smart rollers. I bought a cheap pair of tax rollers last year just because I wanted to learn. It's pretty uh, (laughs) nerve-wracking at first because essentially you're balancing, whereas the trainer holds your back wheel into place. You're using the sort of momentum on the wheels, on that kind of... It's like being on a a treadmill, I guess. Like riding a bike on a treadmill to a degree. And so it's the fact that the wheels are moving around even though you're not moving, which keeps you upright. Yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking. So traditionally, I mean... I wouldn't, how would I say this? I like them and I do recovery rides. If I'm doing like a half an hour, an hour, easy spin, I'll do it on the rollers. What you're getting there is you're getting the bike handling, which you don't on uh, on the trainer because you can kind of turn so it's off. more natural it is and it, it because of the way they're very smooth and everything it actually exaggerates a little bit of movement what i noticed about my core workout as well so what i noticed after yourself. the first couple of i did 20 30 minutes and i was tired even at a low mm. power and i was coming off and, and my abs were yeah. sore because i was really working them so now i'll try and do that i normally have one ride a week which will be a 30 40 minute maybe on a monday just an easy spin to flush the legs but i'll actually do on that just to keep the balance and the stability but also get the benefit of as you said not having to head out (laughs) on the bike and there are people that can do everything on rollers and like to do everything on rollers but to sort of address joe's question i find it really hard to do very very hard intervals because I kind of want to not have to worry about all that stuff when yep. I'm doing hard intervals. I want to be able to turn off a little bit. And also, it's kind of hard to be able to maybe, like, watch something if you're doing somewhere like a longer endurance-y or kind of mid-session where you can, as you say, watch House of Cards or something. <laughs> I don't know why we've gone for House of Cards now. That like, it's a, like, I, it's like how this how trendy new Netflix show. that well, no well, one's was. But I'm always <laughs> late. I'm
0: always late.
2: <laughs> but, you know, like if you do want to watch something, then... I like the fact that on the trainer you can turn off yeah. to a degree, and you can kind of check your phone, and you can even move around a little bit while you yeah. while you're going. Whereas I don't like. Certainly, I haven't reached that ability on the rollers yet.
0: What if you can't? So you, you don't have a trainer, but you do have a gym membership. Is there something you can do there? Can you watt bike?
2: Yeah, so quite a few gyms now have like specifically have watt bikes right in there. So they're very very good. Essentially, it's a, a bike incorporated into a into a. Uh, power meter and everything so um you get data out of that just bear in mind that maybe going from one watt bike to another there might be lack of accuracy or Mm. sorry a a lack of consistency in the power readings but if it's the only thing you have then it's probably good enough try and get on the same bike each time you know you get to the gym if there's a couple to choose from and you know worst case go like we said before like just get on the exercise bike and, or on a spin bike. Cycling, cycling. As long as you're making that
0: movement, then it's yeah. better than not doing it at all. I guess worst, worst case is you'll probably have a city bike if you live in Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go around. Cycle to Aberheim. Yeah, And there's also Peloton. But if, you, if you're if you buying Peloton, you can afford about five turbo trainers.
2: <laughs> That's the thing, right? Really. I get it as like a, a keep fit aid. For people that are into that kind of that
0: yeah. that world, if you want to do it for cycling, it's not worthwhile. Yeah, it's, I think it's aimed at fitness enthusiasts, yeah. those that will go to a spin studio or something. So it's Pel- a great great market.
3: Peloton's the biggest of them all.
0: It's been and, the and Swift. Yeah. With yeah, but I can, can put a different the a, a wider demographic, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's quite cool. I mean it's quite And it's more than just cycling, right? They do other yeah, programs on there. So yeah. yeah it's yeah. smart. Yeah. It's pretty smart. Yeah. So other other bike gear, like, well, I mean you've got helmets, just just mm. to pick as an example. Yeah.
2: I don't know. What do you want to say about that? Well, I mean, how, <laughs>
0: how far do you I mean uh, it's a must as far as I'm concerned. Ah. You need the helmet. Um helmet, but, bike shoes. These um. are these are sort of musts if you if you I'd say once you've got a few months of cycling on your belt,
2: then you need uh, clipping pedals because mm. you, you're not going to ever ride quite as well without clipping pedals. Yep. And that's often a um, a point of nervousness that people yep. have to get over as yep. they uh, as they start cycling because I think Ryan, that's quite you went frightening. You
0: uh, big boy pedals recently. Yeah, I, we? I say recently, yeah. over a year ago, but you went from like mountain bike... From SPD st- to... Uh, Look, was it was it as bad as you thought?
3: It's a learning curve, like anything. Do you know what I mean? It's a learning curve. Obviously, I fell off because everyone falls off with yeah. all the time. Yeah. You, you have to yeah. fall off. You fall yeah. twice. It's a rule. When no. you get <laughs> when you first start At cycling, least. you fall twice. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that yeah. takes your confidence, but it's fine. Just get
0: used to it now. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's hard to be without them. now. I mean, I just couldn't. I can I couldn't go a bike without uh, clipless pedals. Uh-huh. It's weird. It's funny that they call it clipless, but i will not going to the history. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. when you used to have a clip. Okay so you need the helmet you need the bike you don't have to go crazy with a bike i mean we could we could do a whole episode on bikes but you know it's depending on your budget where you want to go yeah. your objectives you can you can pick up a second hand bike really really cheap so we don't need to go go But you need the bike you need the helmet you want to consider shoes um, a computer. It's probably it's probably not worth skimping on shorts. Yeah, true. Good it's point. Probably it's, not true. Worth
3: skimping, it's probably worth getting
2: some um, chamois cream. Yeah. it's like a, yeah. Yeah, I it's I it definitely cut corners when I first started cycling with like because the gear is expensive. What I've found over the years is like shirt under like uh, undershirts, even warmer stuff like sort of like arm warmers and things like that. You can kind of get away with like cheaper brands yep. there, but the shorts. You've got to spend money. I didn't know. I, I learned quite recently. <laughs> apparently, one of the first thing that uh, a lot of the pro teams do is whoever James. their sponsor is, they get their new shorts and then they get a an Asos <laughs> chamois put in. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah, take it to their tailor yeah. and they get their Could Asos totally chamois. That, put yeah. into their uh, it
0: makes a big it makes a big difference. And actually, yeah. not not just shamelessly plugging, but the attack kit is pretty decent. The shorts, not bad at all.
2: No, I like them. So, so um,
0: as a as a sort of shortcut for this, hmm. um, look for elastic
2: interface. That's the brand that you want to find on your on your chamois cream uh, sorry on your chamois oh, it's uh, it's an course. Italian company and they make by far the best. all, all of the good brands have them. Do you think they use them in that big Italian race? What's the name of it? Oh, I can't remember
3: what it's called Giro d'Italia. <laughs> yes, one. One. Oh, thanks Anna <laughs>
2: thank you. Yeah yeah but like the the premium shorts from Decathlon have elastic interface in them. So yeah. it's not like you have to pay ridiculous yeah. amounts. they're They're just not the cheap uh, decathlon kind yeah, they, of easy Yeah, so decathlon ones,
0: but tend to do like entry level, yeah. middle and really high yeah. end, but even their high ends like 50, 60 bucks, I've 60 got Euros for decent. and they're very, very nice. Shot, I actually like the yeah. straps that go over the shoulder, are a lot better than, yeah. than I do with uh, the, 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 club, uh, the club cut,
2: yeah. So yeah, but that's a, a bit of a sort of cheap thing, if you see anything in SA, I look for elastic interface and it's always going to be good, so it's uh, yeah, nice. kind of a top tip bike computer. What do you have and, and do you like it?
3: I've got the uh, Garmin 800, it's an old boy it's fine it works okay hasn't um, got some of the uh, newfangled things like working out your vo2 max and stuff like that but, but, I, no, but, I I, but, I, but i can pick that up off my watch anyway i wouldn't trust that either <laughs> 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 it's nice to, yeah, it's nice to be able to see your, all your, your stats as you're cycling yeah. along Push comes to shove. If you get if you get a modern watch, then if you can strap it to your handlebars, yeah. then you then you then you've got the same yeah, thing. It's
0: like anything. You can go full on or you can go entry yeah. level, and you find out even when you go higher, and you end up using the same features. What speed am I doing? What's my distance? Uh, what time is it? <laughs> the yeah. one
3: the one thing that, the one thing that the the, 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 the head units have now. Uh, the 800 hasn't got, not that not, not I've got any reason to use it, is the new head units can control the smart trainers. So if yeah. if you do a ride, you can replay that ride on your
0: smart trainer. Ah. So it's heels and all the rest of it. See, I've it? done that by mistake. <laughs> I didn't know that's how you do it. It gets quite complicated when you have a smart trainer and you have something like trainer Road or Swift. And, and you, you maybe got- have the app from your from your smart trainer and you've got a Garmin yeah. and I'm like I do not know what the fuck is controlling my device I just know it's hard or it's easy but <laughs> it the could. electric keeps flitter- flickering yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and the heat's going up in yeah, it's, house. It's, <laughs> I think I'm connected <laughs> to my nest at this point <laughs> no it's a really good point I mean yeah. it depends again what you're motivated by and what you want and uh, I think
2: you make a really good point there. that the some of the new and um, it looks like we're very Garmin heavy now but like yeah. the new that's what I've looked into recently some of the new watches now have mm. got Mapping on there as well like good mapping which was always for me why you couldn't use a watch for the bike yeah because that's the feature i probably out of everything use the most especially here i do yeah because i I, like i know my own uh, yeah and also i like to go like new places try new things so like now like sort of diving into the like gravel riding over winter and stuff like that i don't know things i do have to follow the routes and the
0: mappings getting better i have the watch for running actually but it does turn by turn directions on the trails using yeah so i have to say like now Days
2: I I probably if I was making you know if I was just getting into triathlon what I'd probably do is look at uh, like watch. investing in a good watch mm. but then using that as my bike yeah. computer as well yeah.
0: yeah and for for bike computer I I I think I only got a, a good bike com- I used my watch for ages and I think I only bought a bike computer when I was doing my half Ironman. And what do you have 520 plus fairly yeah. basic I think I paid 180 euros at the time which is a few years ago it's not and basic
3: it's got, it's got no I mean you medium. get
0: yeah but you get all crazy card touch screen and all that I, I've learned through the years that I, it's just a gimmick and you know I know what I, what I need and what I want now. I like uh, I've got the, the
2: Wahoo Element Bolt and it's black and white it has buttons and I love it. And it's quite for that. big as
0: well. I think it's very good. No, the bolt's small. is that the small. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, the element, the normal, is a lot bigger. But they, I think they're only like two fifty, two sixty yeah, or something yeah. nowadays. Yeah. So they're pretty yeah. reasonable. I sometimes used to have problem like following the colour on the on the coloured screens, like mm. seeing what the root is. And that it's so well put together the um, yeah. The black and white yeah. screen on the, on the bolt that it's yeah. uh, really easy to follow.
0: You don't need to go that high. You don't have to pay that for a for a computer, but that's a yeah. good price. good yeah for it, what for it is. Price, but you can go even higher. Yeah,
2: and the other one obviously is power
0: meter. Oh. Oh you yeah, do, I do, yeah, well.
3: yeah, I was, I was going to say the same actually. I think yeah. we've all got the
0: same power meter Again, uh, I think it's worth It's hard, you know, because we sit here all talking about Having power meters and stuff I didn't have a power meter until two years ago And I've been cycling since I was 18 So yeah. it, it's something that's just came so down in price It's so accessible And yet still a lot of money So not to say you need it But if you have the money, definitely a good training And if have. you're looking to sort of take it to the next level as well right. I think.
3: I think it's not cheap but then when you're speaking about the, the bike computers, I was thinking, okay, if you pay 250 for a bike computer, is it worth knocking the bike computer on the head and paying an extra 200 quid and getting a power, power meter?
2: If you've got a watch, they'll read it then, probably. Yeah. 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 One thing that maybe is sort of a, a trade off in this way is like if you've got, if you do a lot of your riding indoors and you buy a smart trainer, then I think you can get away without the power meter for outdoors because you can then do a lot of your structured work, it's like your, your really specific workouts indoor on the smart trainer. But then, if you're looking at longer distance racing, sort of anything half to full Ironman, I would say from a racing perspective, having power is very uh, extremely beneficial. Would it
3: be possible to uh, to have power meter and a dumb trainer, and do you work out on, yep. the, on the dumb trainer, with yes. a power meter and then you can take it outside as well?
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. No, nice it is. To yeah, that. totally. Yeah. I, get, I think we've all got the same power meters now. Did you but get it? I haven't
2: you know, no. gone yet. I'm, I'm Really Really whipping Like the Fire Like My horse is Dying on the line <laughs> And I'm whipping everything, But I've got the The power taps uh, Pedals yeah. The P2s I have to pretty much Replace the battery Every ride now yeah, you but, <laughs> <laughs> but But that's cheaper Than a new power meter And I was waiting yeah. For the, the Asioma Favero's To go on sale Over uh, the Over winter sale? And no, Nothing so. sell. Uh, no. not so, Don't But
0: go. for anyone Looking for a pair Of power taps That need the batteries Replaced <laughs> They'll be for sale In one week Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yours for 450 <laughs> euros, <laughs> and you've got the Asteomas, yeah. uh Brian. Yeah. Actually, it was you that told me about them, and yeah. I think they're great. I, I mean, I'm not um as long as something works, I'm happy with yeah. it, and they're fantastic.
2: I like. uh So you've got a bunch of options for power meters, yeah. um, and the cheaper ones being the crank arm itself. Mm. So you can get yeah, a crank like arm uh, fitted to your by at yeah. like, Stages. Stages, that's and that's a lot. Well, not a lot cheaper But you can get that From about 250 Whereas I think uh, A one-sided power meter Is probably about 450 Kind of thing For the,
0: the, the Asioma Or the Garmin Vector 3S Vector 3, And yeah. stuff like that The big thing I think Sorry, I might not be true Of the Garmin Vector 3S But the big thing With the Asioma Versus others And it was you That told me Brian this, They're rechargeable You fit the charger To the pedal <laughs> Job done And yeah, yeah, no, the others all battery. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's so why I like thing. the Favaro yeah. the, the Asioma But um,
2: yeah So you've got the pedal ve- Base But you've got the the crank on which is a bit cheaper than you've got the the wheel itself the thing i like with the pedal is if you traveling or you going from a different bike to a different bike, then you can, they're very easy. You don't even have to anymore. You don't have to get them to a certain
0: torque or anything. You just literally whack them on. You you calibrate, uh, you go. You only need one and it works out for you. But Brian, you got two. eh? They got you at the checkout. Uh, (laughs) You can add an extra pedal for... (laughs) It wasn't my fault. What (laughs) happened was this? It wasn't my fault. It was a scam. Honestly, Lorna, (laughs) I ordered some pershing. So so to explain (laughs) this,
2: with power, sorry, with pedal-based power meters, you can either buy one-sided, which is usually the left pedal, and basically it doubles that to give you your overall power, or you can buy two pa- powers, which will mm-hmm. measure left and right independently, and then give you that. So that's obviously the better version. But if you're looking at this and you're looking at how much to spend, and, and they usually sort of not double the price, but the Yeah, almost. It's a couple hundred yeah.
0: more usually. Yeah. Ask Brian. I, I can
2: guarantee them. no one listening to this is good enough to make the difference of needing two. That's they, what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought.
0: However, Brian. (laughs) However. (laughs) Over
2: to you. Mine was based
3: on. Do you have a wooden right leg? If the difference difference (laughs) between power on your legs was more than 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%, you need to get double. Yeah. And I've been using
0: a watt bike. Of course, you were using a watt bike. And I was using a watt bike. And a watt bike. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave me really odd readings. Anyone and that's uh, listening, go back about 10 15 minutes ago when Matt was saying that the what bikes <laughs> yeah. like are quite yes. inaccurate. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. See, no, see my way. previous uh. notes, <laughs> but anyway,
3: I've got the uh bad boys 49, 51, 50, 50, 59. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you've I've got them.
2: Now rarely you can sell seen one. anyone that goes beyond like forty-eight, fifty-two, and if they do, the We're next driver might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your between pedal, your legs, pedal, yeah. and you know what, like even even if there is that people are like well i can work on my other leg but like yeah. physiologically we're all we're not symmetrical yeah you might just be better with one leg to you be know? honest so if i was
0: too tight if i wasn't too tight i would buy two as well yeah. it's just that brian's get too much money if you've got the money to spend buy yeah, two sure go for, go for it, go for it but you know, it looks better it's pretty pretty not <laughs> <laughs> you've got to charge both of them you see no. not, for, not for a long time <laughs> yeah they, they last for ages it worries yeah. me sometimes i'm like they, something, <laughs> something yeah. not, this is just going to go out Okay, I think we've exhausted cycling here in terms of uh, gear, and it's, again, an episode in itself if we really want
1: Subscribe, rate, and review Attack the Pod wherever you listen to podcasts. Find show notes and links on attack-club.nl and leave comments, questions, and suggestions on Instagram at attack.club. Happy training and racing. So
0: there you are, the end of part one. Still training? Don't go anywhere. Go to your podcast app and listen to part two.